If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Thirteen Pro Am, giving a voice to Community Rugby League. Hello and welcome to another Thirteen Pro Am Community Rugby League special. I'm on tour. My name's Dave Parkinson, and this week it's none other than brand new club Burtonwood Chargers that are in the hot seat, and in particular the guy who's behind them. It's Lee Cunningham. How are you doing, Lee? I'm very well, thank you, mate. Thank you. Uh, good to have you on board. Uh, I know we are. Well, it's not the first time that we've spoken, is it, down the, the last few years? Because oh, yeah. y- you've had, uh, you know, your your connections with uh, with Burtonwood Bridge, uh, and you had a couple of connections as well with uh, Liverpool St Helens Rugby League. Um, tell us about the charges, the idea behind it, and uh, what have you got planned? So, um, so the idea behind the charges was um, we just wanted to start something really, really exciting. Um, it was an opportunity that came up and, um, you know, last year um, there was, this year's been awful, hasn't it, with the COVID and whatnot um, and what have you. So it's kind of put a real um, knocker on um, the youth sports and, and community sports. Um, so it was thought it was really, really important that we engage um, uh, we we are certainly have a, um, a a group of young men who are uh, very very keen to uh, get yourself the cells involved with community rugby league. So we've just given an option uh, to people within um, kind of the wider area. Well, um, so yeah, um, we just thought it was just let's kind of take this opportunity and um, let's let's see how we go with it type thing and. and Fortunately enough, we've been very, very uh, lucky so far in that um, we have quite a few, good few number of players who's uh, wanting to engage with us and become charges themselves. I mean, that must be so encouraging as well, uh, given the fact that, you know, I I mean, I suppose, well, you you tell me better, what's Burtonwood like as a place? Is it big enough for two teams? In truth, you know, I mean, I I was a coach at Burtonwood Bridge for nearly 10 years, you know, and... How many actual players came from Burtonwood just for Burtonwood Bridge anyway? You know, so um, listen, Burtonwood's Burtonwood. It's a you know, it's it's a village, but it's never expanding village as well, and mm. that's the th- real thing that we've got to kind of grasp hold of. Is Burtonwood the only place you can recruit players from? Absolutely not. No, you know, um, um, whether it was at Burtonwood Bridge, whether it was at 
certainly when I was at Liverpool St. Helens, you know, we wasn't just recruiting people from uh, Windle or, you know, that surrounding area. All them recruits came from far afield. Uh, and it's the same with um, this uh, project now for us in that, you know, we, we accept players from anywhere. We just, all we are is the same as any other club in the all wide world. You know, we want players to come and play for us. We want to be um, given an environment that is uh, inclusive, that is um, bringing the best out of people. Um, we're just giving the opportunity for, for lad, young lads to come down, train hard, play hard, and then in, just enjoy themselves on a Saturday night with each other, you know, and just enjoy each other's company. I get the feeling it's all about the people, Lee. It is, mate. It is. You know, um, I suppose it's the experiences what makes you the person that you are. And you've got to have all the right people in the right holes around you and, and good people who uh, morally and ethically, you know, they're going to back you. And if you're doing something wrong, they're going to come up to you and tell you to your face and, and, and be truthful with you um, without falling out. Do you know what I mean? Um, you know, it's the old saying, isn't it, that you can please some of the people some of the time, but you'll never please all the people all the time. And, you know, you've got to be brave with your decisions that go along with that. As long as you're kind of in your own art, you can um, go to bed at night knowing that you've done things for all the right reasons, then... You know, that's the thing. And, and I think with the charges in case, you know, we've been able to, uh, we've got some fantastic people on the committee. Um, Pete McConnell is our chairman, uh, a fantastic leader of people who's very, very calm, um, absolutely committed to making um, the charges uh, a viable um, entity within um, Grassroots Rugby League. And, uh, you know, and Pete's ably supported by the likes of Dave Gordon, who's vice chairman, and Jeff Barton at club secretary. Um, so, you know, and the pleasing thing for me is that some of the young lads who are uh, on the playing sector are actually stepped up as well. Oh, that's and good. Yeah, I, I, honestly, they're not just stepping up and kind of taking a role for the sake of taking a role. They're, they're taking a role and, and, and making a real active, positive contribution. Um, you know, Ben Hardman um, is, is a very, very smart young man, a brilliant leader of people. Um, and the same can be said with Connor Davis, who's took up the treasurer's job, and Bradley Allen and Jake Boardman and Chrissy Cliff. They're all young lads who are, you know, soon to be brilliant, brilliant leaders within our community, I think. The good thing about that as well is that quite often you look at uh, you look at club committees and uh, maybe I'm generalising here a little bit, mm. but you know they are of the older generation, aren't they? You know the the there are ex players that have gone on, they've got involved, maybe kids have gone through clubs and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, and then they've come back to clubs at so like in the in the fifties and sixties. You know, so yeah. it sounds like you're you're encouraging a lot of the younger fellas to, to sort of like make a bid for it early I suppose well I think you know my, my job is um, to be coaching apprentices anyway you know and I, and I really really I, I, we all do at the charge it's not just me um, we believe in empowering um, our young men um, it's you know as we say, you know, it's not the mistakes you make, it's the lessons you learn. So uh, these young men who, who are 
becoming leaders within our club and and whatnot. Uh, you know, they might make mistakes at times and this, that, and the other, but no more so than anyone else at, at that point. But you know, um, I just think that it's the experiences that make the people. So we've got to give these young men the experiences to go out there and and try their own ideas. You mentioned some of the other gentlemen that you have on the, I was going to say on the committee. Um, what mm. other backgrounds have they previously been involved at any other clubs? Um, so, yeah, um, Pete McConnell was the chairman of the Burma Bulldogs um, uh, during a very, very successful period for the club where they had certainly a team that's, I would say, you know, uh, 90% of the age groups. Um, I think they had 14 teams at one point, maybe. I, I might be exaggerating slightly there, but um, I, it wouldn't be far away from that figure, let's put it that way. Um, you know, um, he, he was, he, he, like I say, how he um, engages with the community. He's open to talk with anybody um, and he just... You know, he's a, a brilliant politician, um, how I like to define him, really. Um, so, yeah, so there was uh, Pete, who was at the Bulldogs, Jeff Barton was at Bulldogs, um, Graeme Southern, who's our club welfare officer. He, he's uh, and still to this day is part of the Bulldogs. Um, he does a similar role for the juniors, the, mm. the Burtman Bulldogs. He's the uh, child welfare officer there. Um, we have um, Ben, Ben Ardman was at the um, Bedford Tigers. Um, <laughs> he was living down south for quite a bit. So, yeah, uh, just racking my brain as I go through. Dave um, was vice chairman at LSH as well. He came over uh, with me um, to Burton Wood. Um, close friends for many, many years. Um, so, um, yeah, just, you know, we, we have a wealth of experience within grassroots football and sporting uh, histories what what I liked about that as well is the fact that you've got links with the the other junior club that's involved at Burton Wood as well so for me that can only be built on can't it um to be fair at the moment they're a completely separate entity okay um so you, you know uh, you know that they have their own um agreement with Burton Wood Bridge uh they're kind of their own club as such if you like you know um so we're completely separate from that um so what we're kind of kind of our longevity kind of uh, the, the long-term goals is we want to kind of breach into different areas of the community um and see where we can that road takes us so you'll be doing things differently um, I think yeah, yeah. And, I, and I don't think that it's, I don't think difference bad. I th- you know, I think it's quite good, quite exciting to think outside the box. And um, yeah, there's a challenge there for us to kind of do things. You know, like this week we just um, uh, announced that we've got the, the partnership with One in Three. Um, so that's a community group that is um, allows men's welfare uh, to be discussed um, kind of like in a group setting. Um, so, yeah, um, the two young men who I used to coach one of them many years ago, um, okay. Jimmy Rollins, um, when we was when I was the head coach of Warrington Service area. Um, a very, very talented rugby player as well, by the way. But um, 
I think his boots have been well and hung, well and truly hung up now, unfortunately. But um, he's he's him and James Shaw, two two lads who are really really kind of uh, coming up and offering this kind of service where we can hopefully kind of offer a peer mentor type, you know, a peer um, support group um, to the members and and, and all the community to be fair. To be fair as well, something like that, you could even uncover uncover your next talent, couldn't you? Absolutely. Um, and, and, and what it also does is um, it supports the talent that we have already um, and to make that talent even better. Um, not just as players, but as people as well. And, and and again, you know, coming back to what you were saying before, it's all about the people. Well, yeah, um, you know, if somebody puts on their CV that they play for Burtonwood Chargers, I want it to mean something, mm. you know, um, that they've been given a lot of support, a lot of opportunity for leadership, um, given the opportunity to represent um, not only the, the club itself, but, there, you know, Burtonwood Village in, in, in and surrounding areas in in the best possible way. I'd imagine setting up a club is a bit like a whirlwind, <laughs> is it? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, when this kind of concept uh, started, I left LSH in maybe kind of March time. Um, uh, so when this concept started, maybe kind of June-ish, somewhere around then, um, kind of without going into any kind of politics, um, when some doors were, sh- were closed on us, it wasn't the right option for who we kind of gave an option to. Mm. They that, That's fine, and I respect that, absolutely. accept that, you know, okay, we're not for you, that's fine. Um so we have to create, we was left with no other option, really. You know, there was a group of lads who wanted to play rugby um, back in the village. Um, so, okay, no problem. Right, we've got to go to a different plan and a different thing. And what 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 else is there to do then? So, okay, let's start up on our own in the village, uh, at, the, at the club, at the club, it's called the Club Burton Mud who have been absolutely amazing support for us, we have to say. Um, and we're very, very grateful for what they, they have done and still do to this day. Um, so, yeah, um, we had initial talks and next thing you know, um, we recruit this person and then we recruit that person and then the, the people become interested. And um, so, you know, if I was to talk about the playing group now, um, on the players group, we've got probably... Um, approaching 50 players on wow. there. So that's some going that, isn't it? I just it's overwhelming, overwhelming. It really is. Um, I think the set of six that we did, um, the kind of interviewing of the, the playing group has made a difference because when you put that on social media, their mates see it on social media, they want to have part of that. Um, so yeah, um. Be, I'm kind of hoping and praying that we get the opportunity to train again next week. Um, um, if we can get that opportunity to do that, then that'd be amazing. I'd be, I'd be and I'm going to be kind of excited to see how many we can get turning up for training. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm. I, I, it has to be said that we're recording this before um, before the official lockdown ends and the whole tier system comes back into place again. Um, yeah. I, I know I already had my say on social media, and in fact, the estate where I live, half of it has a Warrington postcode and half of it has a Lee postcode. So it's going to be interesting ah. how, how those streets merge, isn't it? You know, or maybe don't. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what sort yeah. of issues does that throw throw up? Um, I know obviously a lot of clubs did a heck of a lot of work in the summer, you know, mm. just to just to get back training. Um, yeah. what, what what perils and pitfalls does it create for yourself, really? The, the bottom line to all of this is it's a hobby for all of us, mm. um, and I know that uh, some people don't want to train right now because of um, the COVID and whatnot, and we have to absolutely respect that. You know, it's a democ- democratic country, and you know, we, we, it's a freedom of choice and what that, that we all have. So absolutely respect that. And as long as people are honest with you, you can deal with that, no problem at all. Um, I go with that every single day of the week. Um, fortunately, um, the least I think we've ever had at training was 50. Right. So, um, you know, we're kind of, Ensuring we go along with um, COVID rules and that you can only play for so many, you play kind of games, touch, games of touch um, for so much, so, so long of every hour, to, uh, of every week, sorry. Um, so we're going along with that. Um, yeah. Um, and then we kind of do a lot of sprinting and uh, just conditioning, get on the floor, get off the floor. Yeah. Um, obviously, we can't do any wrestling or any contact kind of contact or anything like that. So, but yeah, we're just kind of building the aerobic conditioning inside of it up with, um, well, obviously before the we just go along with whatever the, the rules are set by the RFL really. Yeah, yeah. So I, mm. I'm, I'm I'm guessing that your your inbox is going to be uh, to and fro in with the RFL as to what you can and can't do and what you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, to be fair, like I've got Neil Worrell as my team manager. Um, he's very, very good at contacting the RFL and whatnot and, and getting information as with Graeme Southern as well. Um, I, I lean on the pair of them very, very greatly um, as far as kind of, right, what can we do? What can't we do? And then um, Graham is also one of, one of the coaches with me. Yeah. So, you know, that conversation that we have, okay, when we're planning training, what we're we doing this week, Graham, what can we do? What can't we do? Um, and he's he's kind of my Google, if you like, at the side of me, the, as far as kind of the COVID training information. It just makes it easier when you've got people like that involved, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Ultimately, bottom line, the last thing that we want to do is put any player at risk and put them in positions where they don't need to be, you know. Um, we don't want anyone else to catch it and we don't want to catch it ourselves either, you know. So, yeah. Um, I know that I was involved with a one return to play game that was done over in the Wigan area, which was a really interesting mm, experience mm, actually, because mm. it had like a one-way system into the club, a one-way system for going out, you know, type mm. of thing. And uh, the clubhouse was actually all shut up, um, mm. I, but it was it was really good. There was things like um, temperature checks when you got in. Yeah, so it was it was really good. It was a really good environment and really safe environment as well. I'm guessing that the the rugby league have been really receptive to it all of the for you. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, I know uh, our chairman Pete is in uh, talks with the RFL Northwest Men's League. Um, you know, and so 
politics of the conversation kind of stays with Pete and this, that and the other, you know, and, and um, that the, the the executive committee kind of deal with that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, I just deal with the rugby side of it, really, you know, and, and um, just trying to get the just make the environment as, as, and the culture that we have, you know, that's probably the biggest things that we're working on right now. Just developing that right culture where people want to kind of work hard for each other and, and understand the minimum requirements. Um, so, yeah. I mean, you want, yeah. you want people active and involved and, and buying into what you're doing, don't you? You know, so that, that whole culture is so important, isn't it? Massively, massively. Um, you know, and again, we're coming back to it, uh, Dave. The culture is driven by the people. Mm. It's created by the people. Um, yeah, so it's it's a massive, massive thing, you know, and getting that buy-in um, is, you know, is the important thing that, that, that uh, we, we, we absolutely strive for on every single session that we do. Um, the first thing that the coaching team look at after, straight after a training session is what did we where can we improve um, and then once we recognise where we can improve we can then have a look at okay so how can what can we do better for the lads on the next training session mm. um, you know again on the coaching team uh, we've been lucky to recruit Jack Taylor um, who's a current England Academy International current uh, Wigan Academy player Jack is only just turned 18 but Rarely have I seen such maturation um, on, a, on a young man as such as him. And incredible leadership skills, incredible leadership skills and, and fantastic ideas about rugby league. Um, so, yeah, um, stoked to have all these kind of quality, high quality people on board with us. Um, and we just, you know, every single time we do something, it, it, it is about trying to do the best for Burtonwood Village and, and then Burtonwood community. So give us something to cheer about, you know, every weekend. Um, so, yeah. Again, I think it's really encouraging that you've got someone so young involved, but who's come from mm. such a background, you know, because mm. I mean, let, let's be honest, whether, whether we want to admit it or not, you know, Wigan's culture and Wigan's Wigan, the way the Wigan club is run, the professional club, mm. they, they are they're still the benchmark really, aren't they? Absolutely. Yeah. Incredibly so. Um I think me and you, Dave, are probably of a, a similar era, you know, and um, that, that, that Wigan club, you know, of the um, late 80s uh, throughout the 90s was, as you say, you know, they, they were groundbreakers, really. Um, and then, you know, and they still are to this day, you know, the, the academy there is, is second to none. Um, I, I want to sort of ask you as well, you know, because you, you, you've had a couple of other interesting names that have linked with the club as well. Um, you know, Stuart Wilkinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I first met Stuart in um, 2008. Um, we did the Northwest Regional Camp together. Uh, and uh, I went to, um, Stu invited me along to, uh, help him out with the Witness Viking Scholarship uh, training and, and uh, academy. Uh, so, yeah, um, I've known Stu since then, stayed in touch. And um, uh, I was uh, 
you know, like I say, just you, you keep friends and you network and you have good networking um, threads, shall we say, you know. And, uh, I asked you, never expected a... Um, anything from it really to be fair you know I thought well let's take a chance you, you don't um, you don't get anything in life without asking type thing and um, Stu was very very kind with his time um, and has uh, yeah agreed to become our director of rugby a current international coach as well nonetheless with his time out in Serbia at the minute yeah yeah he is yeah Stu's Stu's experience is if you look at his CV, there'll be very, very, very few elite coaches that have a, a comparison to Stu. Mm. Um, his international experience, his experience at uh, Leeds, Wigan, Widnes, um, and, and reserve at, currently the reserve coach at uh, Salford. Um, you know, he is, is, yeah, just a credit to himself. And obviously as well, he's, um, a lecturer at uh, UCLan as well. Right, okay. um, yeah, he's um, you know what he can offer is 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 uh, invaluable to Burnwood Chargers as we move forward. Uh, so Burnwood Chargers, brand new on the scene. You've already got a kick sorted out. I'm really impressed. And and what colours? <laughs> How did you pick the colours? Which, it was just done democratically. It was, you know, it's all about the people and the people chose. Um, uh, if I let you into a, a thing that, like, um, into our AGM, we kind of, like, said, right, okay, to all the players and not everybody who've been training and all that kind of stuff, what names do you want to call us? Because um, we had Burtonwood Community to begin with. Mm. Um uh, but we kind of stayed away from a name because we wanted it to be voted by the people, by the you know the the club members and whatnot. Um, we believe in again just empowering the people to take ownership of it and be accountable for our club. Um, so um, uh, yeah, so we, we decided what the name was going to be by kind of depot. Um, it came down to the final two of Burnwood Bombers or Burnwood Charges. And then somebody came up and said, has anybody tried opening a bank account called Burtmore Bombers? At which point, uh, you could have a point there, yeah. Let's go with the charges. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah. So that was how our, name, our club name was decided on the uh, on the treasurer's uh, advice of trying to open an account called yeah. Burtmore Bombers. It could have been um, a bit so, dodgy, yeah. that, couldn't it? Yeah, and then quite literally again, right, what colours do you want to be, lads? If you're going to be called Burtwood Chargers, give us some colours. Um, so, yeah, and, and it was decided on that same night, purple, white and yellow. Uh, is that so you can look a little bit like Melbourne Storm <laughs> and, and um, frighten your opposition? <laughs> oh, well, uh, for... Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's the lads who decided purple. You know, if that's what colour they want to play the footy in, then good on them, you know. Uh, all power to him and kudos to him as well and all that kind of stuff but you know um, yeah you better ask in the people who voted yeah. for purple <laughs> <laughs> well well dodged well dodged like. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, again again an exciting thing as far as I'm concerned is already you're making those links you know both with the sponsorship and with the actual people that are making the kits you know because they're fairly local aren't they yeah yeah and that's that is 
um, behind our motivation. Um, local people, again, local companies, and uh, uh, yeah, um, good people. John Roddy, who's with CDX Security. I don't know anybody's seen on their social media um, threads lately that they've uh, announced John Wayne as. Um, uh, 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 consultants to their company. John Roddy was previously uh, chairman at Lee and Swinton. He's um, put his money behind quite a few uh, grassroots clubs. And uh, yeah, he, he has been brilliant for us. Absolutely brilliant. Words probably kind of won't be a, uh, do justice to how he's allowed us to to give us a platform to develop and grow. He's a great guy. He's a great guy whose heart's in the right place, isn't it, for Rugby League? Huge, huge, mate. Huge. Yeah. I've enjoyed the conversations that I have with him and a real Rugby League man that only benefits the sport. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, And then 1895 Sports creating the kit. Mm, John Welch. Um, So, again, another really, really friendly guy. Nice person good to, to kind of work with and do business with uh blew me socks off with with kind of some of the stuff that they've done for us so far um you kind of look at it and just kind of your jaw drops type thing you know and you're like wow um so yeah um really really uh, although i didn't vote for purple i look at that kit now and i'm just like wow you know that really is something special and you know the, the kind of little video that they did for us and all that um yeah we were really really grateful to um both of these um rugby league people rugby league companies for uh, giving us the time and the platforms that they have for us so far yeah as i say i think there's, there's so much encouraging stuff that's coming out of the club at the minute um that I'd imagine the next bit post-COVID will be, you know, like you say, steps are already being taken to try and uh, get established in the Northwest Men's League next season. I mean, that's always mm. that's always something where mm. you don't really know where you're going to get placed, do you, with, with regards no. to sort of a new club coming in? And we need to get accepted first, you know, and that's yeah. the first thing, Dave, you know. Um, um, yeah. Uh, we, we're working hard to try and uh, meet the criteria that they need and, and for us to join. Um, we thought we had it at one point, but um, uh, maybe it was a kind of uh, a mistake on our behalf, uh, maybe. Um, but I'm not so sure. But um, again, that's not kind of my bag. Hmm. Um, I just look after the football side of things. And if we can... Uh, um, grow and and hopefully work with people to uh, allow uh, rugby league to be played um, within this village, within this community. Um, It's it's a a massively, massively important part of making people feel good. Mm. Just grassroots sports, um, knowing your background, Dave, and, and your history with Lee East and, you know, how many people turn up there on a Saturday afternoon and just that that's the highlight of the week for him you know Definitely. to be part of, part of belonging to a group um and you know we hope that um all of our village because we want to work with all of our village we hope that all of our village and all of our community can work with us too and and be fair and and give us the opportunity to um allow the young men of this community 
to play rugby. Um, like I say, we've got 50, nearly 50 players on our kind of group, um, you know, who are, I can't say they're definitely joining us, but, you know, they're, they're interested in joining us and they're talking to each other all the time on the chat group. I've never known a, a more welcoming, a more um, inclusive group. No nastiness, no, you know, um, kind of immaturity. Um, it's, it's a very mature group. They'll have a laugh with each other and this, that and the other, but they also know how to respect each other as well. And that there's people on the group who don't want to see some of the nasty things in life as well. Well, fingers crossed, you get all those things falling into place. Um, you know, oh, still, there's still, so a, do I, yeah. there's yeah. still a long way to go, isn't there, between sort of now and and perhaps when we get grassroots sports back, mm. even, even mm. with regards to all the all the situation at the moment. But yeah, I do get the yeah. feeling that we are going to see it, and I, I certainly hope that mm. you know, Chargers make the starting line next season. Oh, that'd be the dream, mate. That would be the dream, and to be. Um, so many kind of proud faces come that Saturday, Saturday afternoon, you know. Um, yeah, uh, just it'd be a very, very kind of emotional. Um, I think it'd be a very, very uh, proud moment in all of our lives to have got to that point. It would mean so much to so many people. Um, it genuinely would. Um, and those that know know you know and that's what, it, what we can say really you know uh, it'd be remiss of me Lee not to actually ask you about your background mm. I know we've done one mm. of these before in, in another guys on another radio yeah. station yeah. but yeah. Uh, for anybody yeah. sort of listening to this who isn't aware of Lee Cunningham and your background yeah. within the sport yeah. yeah, give us a rundown mate so um, I, I coached started coaching back in 1993 at Laporte Diamonds in Warrington um, I, I was coaching my youngest brother's team um, uh, and that's I was very very lucky um, just got to know the right people um, at the end of my first season uh, I went on a tour to Russia took a Lancashire team there um, so that was back in 94 amazing experiences in Russia you know just thinking back now and some of the people that we met there and you know, I took five lads from Millerport's team, Captain Sean Cullen, a legend. Um, and then from the kind of, I got involved with, with Lancashire every year at a youth level, um, coached at Burtonwood Bulldogs, coached at Crossfields, um, coached at uh, Burtonwood Bridge, uh, at Widnes. Uh, went for a couple of times to Salford, yeah, uh, South Lancashire, Northwest counties, done all sorts. Yeah, uh, really enjoyed it. But I'm kind of, you know, really, really excited about this. Um, so, yeah, I can see the passion. I can, I can sense it. You know, I, I know I we're just, doing this. I know we're doing this over yeah. over a radio interview kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, but mm-hmm. I can feel that passion. It's coming through. You know, so oh. and that's sort of full credit to you, mate. Dave, I'm sat here with a big smile on my face talking about my rugby club, you know, so um, yeah I love rugby league I love my village and my hometown Burnwood and Warrington I have a big affection for all the local areas of St. Helens and Widnes too, you know and met some wonderful, wonderful people um, throughout my time, it'd be remiss of me um, for me to not to say uh, we had 
a local rugby league legend pass away yesterday. Um, so my heartfelt kind of condolences and what have you go out to um, the Collins family um, and all friends at Burtwell Bridge and whatnot. Um, Ernie uh, passed yesterday and, and, and that was uh, an incredibly hard thing, but um, I just, you know, uh, passed my condolences on it and my heartfelt thoughts and prayers to him but yeah uh, again we're talking about people but yeah I, I, I just love um, I love being part of that that sense you get from being in a, a group of people who all want the same thing and are all working together being a team you know and, and that 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 sense of uh, almost euphoria or that sense of achievement you get when everybody's pulling together um, uh, and feeling part of that because we all want the same thing. We're not after trying to dig people out or this and the other. We do it the right way and, and, and we're kind of helping each other all the time. We're supporting each other. We're pushing in the right direction and um, to be part of something like that is very, very special and we've got it here. We've got it at the charges. I yeah. agree. I agree. You know, and I think that um, you know, I, I've, I've told you this before, but if it mm. hadn't been for my involvement with community rugby league mm. and getting involved down at the east, mm. I possibly mm. wouldn't be involved in rugby league now. So it's mm. uh, it saved me, you know, in a way. But also, um, I, I feel a I feel a gratitude towards it. I want to do my level best, you know, both for yeah. the club that I'm involved in, and, yeah. and also, yeah. you know, in doing stuff like this as well. You know, this yeah. is yeah. this is a, a great platform for clubs to to come forward and and to sort of tell me the stories that, that are involved in the clubs because everybody's got them, yeah. they? and and yeah. even even yourself setting up something new that is so exciting, you know, and it's so fresh yeah. to hear that, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so, mate. And and listen, none of us are perfect. I've made many. Many, many, many mistakes throughout my career. Do you know what I mean? Um, not only as uh, a rugby coach, but you know, I was a prison officer for twenty years, mm. um, and I, I coach apprentice prison officers now. Um, so, and I'll, I'll make mistakes all the time. Um, but I think it's actually about sitting down, reflecting. Okay, what did we do wrong? Right. Okay, let's learn from that. Let's not make that one again. We'll park it learn from it move on get over it and let's move on um and that's that's is the exciting thing about this now you know where we are now is a product of where, where we've been um so i never ever hold any animosity or uh, resentment to experiences that i've had in my life in old clubs you know i only have love and and um uh respect for what they're doing and I only wish them ever good luck um, but ultimately I, I'm only in control of what we do here um, or what I do within what we do here um, so yeah uh, I think us kind of where we are and what we do is is, is doing what we do you know um, taking each day as it comes but just constantly reflecting to each other yeah, uh, Lee, thank you ever so much for joining me. Really appreciated hearing about everything that you've got going on there. Again, the uh, very best of luck. I can't wait to see it get to the start line. I know. I hope so, pal. I hope so. And thank you for giving us the opportunity to uh, chat tonight. Thank you. 13 Pro M, giving a voice to Community Rugby League.
So if you want to be like Lee and join in on the next episode of 13 Pro-Am Community Rugby League Show, drop me a message via Twitter at Dave Parkinson RL. Or who knows, I could be dropping a message to your club as well. Come and get involved. Come and tell me what you've got going on and uh, you will feature. Uh, But for now, this is me signing off and I'll see you again very soon. Bye-bye. 13 Pro-Am Community Rugby League Show. Discussing the greatest game at all grassroots levels. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit This is the smell of a warm, three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! (sniffs) And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! (sighs) Smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get hefty, ultra-strong with new Fabuloso lemon scent. It smells like clean, freshly-picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon.